Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie. Join me today as I speak to Keisha Mount Flory. Keisha is one of the speakers at the Single Moms of Faith Burning Bright, Not Burning Out conference. Keisha is a confidence coach for girls and the founder of Abundantly Authentic. Listen in as we talk about her topic, Finding Purpose on the Other Side of Divorce. Enjoy the interview. Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie, and today I am joined by Keisha Montfleury, who is going to be a speaker at the Single Moms of Faith Burning Bright, Not Burning Out conference. And I am just so excited that our listeners and our attendees will get to know a little bit about Keisha and her ministry and all of the wonderful things she does. So welcome, Keisha. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be on here. Before anything, before we get into anything, I just have to thank you for allowing me to be able to be on the platform and just to be able to pour back into our moms in this way. I truly appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I I mean, honestly, the speakers are making this such a unique and extraordinary experience, I think, for the all the attendees that are going to be out yes. there. So, yes, I am thrilled. And mm-hmm. it's coming up so soon. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Coming up so soon. So, so yeah. So we want to hear a little bit about you. So tell us about you and who you are and about your ministry. Yes. Okay. So, um, like I said, like you said, my name is Keisha Montflurry and, um, I have a nonprofit called Abundantly Authentic. And I know that's huge words, especially when I say them to my little girls. Um, but it's a ministry that is dedicated for our girls. Um, so I have the nonprofit and then I have a for-profit called Handiwork LLC. And it's the same thing as just more community-based. So um, what the foundation of everything is, is for girls, um, to know their worth through Christ, you right. know, right. as we're walking. Yeah. As you see these things so out in the world and the social media and the things that they're being exposed to. I think that it, um, it gives our girls a skewed view of what, um, real confidence looks like. Right. And I always right. tell the girls when I'm talking about confidence, I'm talking about healthy confidence. So mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it all started with, um, me, myself, having a low self-esteem yeah, and yeah. the decisions that I made that came along with that, you know, yeah, which right, one right. of them happened to be getting into a marriage that was um, not so healthy. It was a toxic marriage mm-hmm. and um, being able, like God giving me the grace to be able to get out of that situation. Right, um, right. I decided to finally take a look at myself to see why I was even okay with being in, in a relationship like that. Right. And then having being more being intentional with living my life for the Lord. And once I was able to like it's kind of like an awakening, you know, yeah, that's the best exactly. way that I can say. It. Yes, right. yes. Exactly. Especially yes. when you start to realize who you are, right? And yes. who you are in Christ, because that's yes. where the power is. <laughs> Not within ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that power yeah. within us that is Christ's power. Yes. That I- oh, that's so good. Yeah. yeah. And um, just even it seems in my head that it happened like back to it did happen back to back. It seemed pretty fast. But this is a span of five years. This was five years ago. And um, when I was able to get out of that relationship, I remember specifically my daughter, she's 12 now. So she was about six years old at this time. Um, But she was staring at herself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And as as 
yeah it's so funny i can tell this story now but it took a really long time for me to tell it without getting emotional yeah but as she was staring at herself in the mirror i'm looking at her because you know Mm -hmm. she was like days i'm like what is she what is she looking at looking at and i yeah and i asked her like what do you see when you look in there and she turned and she pointed to me and i was like Wow, that's yeah, deep. yeah. <laughs> that is deep. That actually gave yeah. me chills as I'm sitting Girl, here. That is, you can tell when certain things. Now looking back, I know that that was God sending a, you know, reminding oh, yeah. me and sending me a message. Yeah, absolutely. So I would just immediately like reminded of His promise that He has come to give us life and give it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. That's where abundantly um, comes from, and. Um, I wasn't living that life that was promised to me, you know? Yeah. Um, and it goes back, like I said, I had to look, take a look, see what was going on within myself, why right, I was right. okay with being in a relationship like that. And the problem was, the number one problem was mm-hmm. that I did not have Christ in my life. I wasn't living yeah. my life for the Lord. And once I surrendered, like fully surrendered, then he started walking me through what, he has called me to do, you know, right. that's right. how the ministries are being birthed. That's how yeah. I'm able to yeah. do whatever he's calling me. We were just talking about the books. I had yeah. no, no. <laughs> so I have three <laughs> books out. Um, I have, um, they're all blueprints of self-esteem, but I have my young girl edition, my middle school girl edition and my older girl edition. So all, all the books wow. are like, they give our girls the keys to a healthy confidence, but mm-hmm. give them practical tools on how to do that according to their right. age. Right. Um, I had no plans on writing a children's book, writing any book. But you know what? All. God had a plan, right? Yeah, and that's yes. it. yeah exactly. So I remember specifically he um, led me to start doing workshops for girls and their moms because mm-hmm. it's not only our girls that we're um, wanting to share this information with, but we want to make sure that we get to the root of it. We can't be telling them all these things and they go home and you go back to like this environment that's, that's so true. conflicting, yes, that's with so what true. you're learning. So I just wanted to make sure that the moms knew that we are a reminder because I believe that we do know but just mm-hmm. a reminder that she gets poured into also kind of yeah, like what yeah. we're doing here for the conference. Right, right. Um, but just a reminder that your girl is the first person that um, she sees as to what a healthy yeah. woman should look like, you know, yeah. and not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, right. you know? Um, so it's very important that we yeah. not only uh, um, tell our girls to do these things, but we're doing them ourselves also. Right. So, because we have to be kind of that, that person that sets the pattern, you know? And yes. I think that's not easy because I mm-hmm. think as women in general, we come with um, a lot of different pressures on us, right? Whether yes. it's in our families, whether it's mm-hmm. society, but we yes. end up getting these belief systems mm-hmm. that really don't match who we are. Mm-hmm. And we unknowingly sometimes and unintentionally pass it on to our daughters and then our daughters care and it really becomes generational instead yes, of like I was, that's the first thing that came here. to mind when you said that is generational you know, you know? Yeah. yeah and then like I just feel that especially you know this 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 hits so close to home because you know I have a 14 year old she's a freshman mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. you know and she's a pretty healthy self-esteem she's been a dancer since she was like three so like you know but that can easily go a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. because you don't look like everybody else or you might your body's different you know and just keeping them um keeping them in the faith of Mm -hmm. 
you know, who they are, right? And it's not who, like you said, Facebook tells you or Instagram, but like who Christ, who you are in Christ, you know? And I think that these workshops are probably so, I mean, not even probably, they are um, (laughs) making a difference. You You know, they're making a difference. And I love that the abundantly. Yes. um, Because don't you think that sometimes we really underestimate, Mm. right? Like what Mm -hmm. God can do. Yes. And it's so funny that you say that because when I think about it as a whole, like um, I've argued with the Lord a few times, like, why do you have me doing this? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, struggling myself. And he's like, that's why. That's where the authenticity comes in that. That's why Mm -hmm. it's called abundantly authentic, because you will always be um, uh, the first product you know what i'm saying yeah, of what yeah. you were sharing out there you right, have the right. the experience the firsthand experience of what why is important to be able to be doing these things so i'm like yeah i mean and yeah, that's where the yeah. passion comes from because i know i know what it's like to not know your worth mm-hmm. and then that melts into it's like a domino domino oh, it effect, is you know it is. yeah it is. I mean, I, I know of people, you know, and I can remember their dating patterns being like, you know, in high school, yes. so I'm not mm-hmm. condoning high school dating yeah, guys, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like dating somebody mm-hmm. and, and knowing like, even in high school thinking, wow, that guy's not really, mm-mm. you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. that pattern continued in their forties. I mean, yes. and so just not knowing their worth, right. Mm-hmm. And their value. And I think what you do is, you know, when you share your testimony and like, Mm -hmm. I know people who are listening in today, just as you talk about your daughter and how she was looking in that mirror, Mm -hmm. that to me is a powerful testimony right there. Right. Because that is the most tangible example of like, you are your daughter's Mm -hmm. mirror in so many ways. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Okay. (laughs) Are you going I'm gonna take that. I'm taking give you nuggets, girl. Oh my gosh, I never seen it like that. Like you know what I mean? Oh You're her gosh. mirror. And so, like what you reflect to her, oh. I think oftentimes they kind of internalize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so it's really important. Yes. And and it's okay too, too. I think, you know, I think we all have doubts, right? Like we mm-hmm. all have mm-hmm. insecurities. Yes. It's yes. when we allow those insecurities to probably like um to stop us. Right. Yes. To like yes. Get in the way. Of and I always, I'm just getting excited as we're speaking because it's exactly what I tell the girls. Like we're all, you're a person, you're a human being. So you're yeah. going to have these different emotions. Yeah. We just want to be very careful that it doesn't overpower us and it right. doesn't allow us to be able to make decisions that we should not be making. And yeah. I believe that We want the, what the workshops that I do are designed for is to be able to support our girls in their like critically, critical thinking Thinking, skills, problem solving skills. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of times they're going to do what you say to do, but, um, or not, you know, you have, you know, some rebellion, but it's okay for them to ask questions. Like why is, why do you, if they're older and they're dating, I have some of my older girls just date so I've had to have conversations with them about boundaries about standards you know and it's coming from them I'm not sending I'm not I am not going to give you the answers to what you need so I literally I just ask questions 
open-ended questions for them to be able to think, think. you know, yeah. for them to be able to think you know, about it. One of the best things that we can do, and I feel like this, you know, in Titus, it talks about, in, in the Bible, Titus, it talks about mm -hmm. women being mentors in a sense, right? Like mm -hmm. the older yes, women yes, should mentor yes. the yep. younger women. And I think as mentors, and I think all of us could look at ourselves as mentors, yeah. right? And yeah. it's not for us to really, like you said, give the answers, but it's to mm -hmm. teach them how to think about it, right? Yeah. How to make a wise choice is a tool. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a resource, right? Like, yes. and, and you know, um, I did something similar as a workshop for girls about mm -hmm. making wise choices. And okay. it was really interesting what came out of it, like just to hear the conversations and everything, mm -hmm. but like pointing them back to the Bible, right? Yes. It's so important, I think, pointing them back to scripture. Yeah. But like, I think we also too have to, um, they're living in a time you know, we're society. I mean, it's everything goes right. Yeah. And yep. It doesn't work for our girls. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. Like I, I see that all the time. I mean, yes. and so teaching them how to use discernment and discretion mm -hmm. and wisdom, you know, Preach. So like I'm serious. Like is that so is, important. yes, it is. Yeah. It is super important. And the only way that she's going to get to that is how you're saying, like, if we step up as women, but a lot of us don't have the tools and the resources yeah, yeah. to be able to do that because we didn't have that mentor. We didn't right. have, our moms didn't know, our grandparents didn't know, like, so yeah. it's on us to step it up a bit and to um, look at different ways that we're able to support our girls totally, in that totally. so that we can stop those um the generational curses and you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, like with yeah, with that yeah. mindset um yeah, so yeah. that they're able to use better judgment make yeah. wise decisions um because i can tell you like looking back um at some of the relationships yeah. that i was in yeah. you have people this is what i say okay yeah. people yeah. will tell you um look out for the red flags I, at this point, I don't even call it red flags. I call it red banners because banners are bigger because people will show you who they are. They people will. will show you who they, they are. And just, over and over are, again. We're making excuses for them. Mm -hmm. We're trying to change them. Yep. We're, you know what I'm saying? We're not paying attention. Like it's very important that we open our eyes and just be alert so exactly. that we're not falling victim to some of those um some of those things and those those um people yeah. and different things like that that will bring us in a in a um in a state to be in a relationship like that and when right. i mean relationship i mean all types of relationships exactly you know? whether it's friendships family yeah, relationships yeah. siblings you yes, know and then yes. ultimately um for my older girls you know um yes. dating relationship right yeah, because if she starts practicing from as young as, like I said, I, I work with elementary school girls and yeah. people are like, well, how can you teach an elementary school girl about healthy confidence? I'm like, it's oh, that's where it starts. Yes, it starts that's with where teaching starts. her the value of friendship, yep. the value yep. of caring for herself so that as she's growing up, she's already practicing these skills and she'll already know. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. you know, like I'm older and trying to figure it out like yeah. wait, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, exactly. And yeah. you, know, you touched upon something I think earlier, or when I was reading on on your site about mm-hmm. bullying, right? And mm, yeah, I think that's huge right now. And I think you know we're seeing it even in adults, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yes. right? And so that's a subject that is, you know, I, I just. Mm-hmm. It's, it hurts my heart because, yeah, you know, right. you see the effects of bullying and yes. how, I mean, it's not just, um, okay, you know, I'm kind of going into myself now, like this isolation, but it can lead to death. I mean, yeah, there yeah. are children who commit suicide over bullying. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the fact that you're touching on this at such an early age, yes. you know, you're helping to give them the tools and resources that yes. they need. Right. Thank and yes. I think that, we really, I mean, I feel, and I've always felt this way. Our girls are under attack, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yes. I, I definitely think that yeah. I feel like as women, we are, we're under attack a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, we have to be equipped. Yeah. You know, and, yes. I, and I think, yes. like you said, I think um, testimonies mm-hmm. are powerful. And when you mm-hmm. get a group of women in a room and they start mm-hmm. talking, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Like you can all be so very different but your stories resonate with each other. Yes. Do you find that in your workshop with the girls? I do. I do. Um, one thing that, well, you said something equip was a, a buzzword for me right now when you said that. And I remember one time the Lord gave me the image or the, you know, like of the difference between equip equipment mm-hmm. and baggage. So mm-hmm. what happens to me, the image that he gave me was like a military person. Yeah, when yeah. they are going into battle, they are equipped with right. the, you know, everything that they're needed. Whereas if you have baggage, you're lugging that around. Right, so right. with we got to be very careful with that. And like you said, like we have to be yeah. equipping our girls, equipping ourselves with the resources, yeah, yeah. different things like this, and um, making sure that we pay attention to what those because we're all going to have baggage. We all oh, have hurts. Absolutely. We all have pains. We all have, yeah. Right. But we want to be careful of which one we're carrying yeah, on like yeah. uh, on ourselves, you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. number no, two. I, oh, go okay. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, to answer the question was, um, do I notice if it resonates? One thing that I noticed with our young girls Whenever I do my workshops, I don't like to have more than 10 girls in a workshop. Mm -hmm. And I do that specifically because I want it to be an intimate setting for our girls. Whenever you're talking about things like self-esteem, things like bullying, different things like that, you don't want to, people will shut down, you know? And especially my young girls, if the moms are signing them up, Mm-hmm. some of them will tell you like my mom just I asked them like did you sign yourself up did your parents they're like I don't even know what I'm doing here my mom just signed me up I'm like okay wow. yeah. thank you for being honest yeah you know sometimes we need to right. do that right. but by the time that they're done with it they're like oh my gosh I didn't yeah. see like I didn't realize I'm like yeah. Yeah. yeah so I tell I tell the girls like your mom you being here you are investing in yourself. That tells yes. me something about you, right? And then it tells me something about your about your mom or whoever mm-hmm. signed you up that they are making the time to they see the importance of making sure that you are getting what you need, right? right. So then that perspective changes and they're like, so I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, you are already different. You're already, yeah. you know, start to like sit up a little Yeah, bit. you're like, yeah, yeah. And then because 
um, I open it up for them to be able, we're having dialogue and I tell them that I'm not here to talk to you for an hour. I'm not here to do all that. What yeah. I'm here yeah. to do is for us to have a conversation yeah. Um, yeah. with, you know, the, what, well, what you need, what are you needing? Yeah. So off of these, um, off of the keys that I'm going to show you mm -hmm. is based off of five keys of confidence. We're going to dig in, but I'm going to be asking you, this is your time. I want to hear yeah. from you. Yeah. And I think that's what's missing is that yeah, we don't yeah. give our girls an opportunity, our children in general, an opportunity to talk. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> we don't no, I think you're know right. what they like. Yeah. They, and and they, they have incredible insight and they have, yes. this, I mean, and, you know, they can tell you so much about their experiences that yes. you can, you know, even on a parenting standpoint, like standpoint, and like mm -hmm. if you're listening, right, like you can kind of gear your parenting in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, to fit your child, and I know that yeah. might sound yeah. a little no. I mean, that's but not, I think to that's people important. who have to people who have not heard that. Yes, I think that it yeah. sounds yeah. like what's she talking about? Because I'm like, you know, give your children some respect, and I know exactly. the older people are like respect to the yeah. no, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's something you can have boundaries and respect, right? Yes. Like, you don't have yes. to be the parent that is the friend mm -hmm. that lets them run over you because that's yeah. not helping anybody. Yeah. Yes. yes. But like, it is important. I think, like, especially if you have multiple children, I don't. Mm -hmm. I have one, but I have friends who have like five, right? And mm -hmm. each of their kids are very different, very, very yes. different. And they have to parent them kind of differently. Yes. Because otherwise it won't work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, they don't respond. Right. And yes. so it's almost like, you know, um, it's okay to think outside the box, you know, and the fact that parents are bringing their, or their mothers are signing their girls up, you know, it just shows you how intentional they are about their well being. Oh, that's a good word. Intentional. You know? yes. And I think that we have to be intentional about our well being. Um, yes. you know, and kind of, you know, with the conference, that was one of the mm -hmm. things that really, you know, there are some like foundational parts to the conference yeah, that yeah. I wanted to yeah, make yeah. sure came out. And one of that, one of those is that like being mm -hmm. intentional about speaking the truth, about mm -hmm. being yes. transparent, about sharing testimonies, because yes. there's power in that. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I think women are hungry for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, when we had, when I had the call for speakers, the passion for purpose category was so mm -hmm. um, popular. Right? Yeah, I remember like, you said that. Yeah, to the point where like now we have some of the sessions on Friday because it yeah. was just overwhelmingly. <laughs> I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. okay, I didn't expect all this, but this is yeah. great, right? It kind of comes down to that point you were talking about, mm -hmm. like with writing your books. When yes. you're being obedient and you're listening, God opens up doors, and there's a different creativity that comes out of you. Yes. Right? Yes. And so um, I think, you know, like I said, with the conference being transparent, giving it mm -hmm. a safe platform for people to talk. Um, and I'm excited about your particular session that mm -hmm. you're doing, which kind of now that I'm listening to you, I mm -hmm. see exactly how this fits yeah. into your life <laughs> and just in general. So tell us yes. a little bit about the session that you're going to be speaking yeah. on and what you hope attendees get from it. Yeah, so my um, session is finding purpose on the other side of divorce. Yes. And what I think happens is um, that there's this stigma on divorce. And, you know, people are going to have their, um, 
their opinions about it. You know, mm-hmm. when you go back to the, even, you know, reading in the word, you know, God hates divorce and different things like that. People have their own views on that. So um, one of the things, oops, hold on one second. Let's see. Okay, so um, so my session um, that I'm bringing to the ladies is purposed on the other side of divorce. And I think that is super important because of the stigma that comes along with divorce. Mm-hmm. And you can get so into yourself and it's a trick of the enemy for right. you to think that your life literally stopped right there. Like, yeah. you know, you're not worth nothing. You look at you, you're... You, you got a divorce, you know, like you're, that really can tear you down, yeah. you know, because you feel like a failure, you know, the kids and the, right. you know, so there's a lot of shame attached to it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a bet. That's a good word for it. And what I tell people is that before I, um, before I was able to get out of that relationship, I knew of God. I knew that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I knew that, but I did not have a relationship with the Lord until mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember even then when, um, we, I think it was like a few months later after the divorce got um, finalized and everything mm-hmm. like that, you're still walking around with a little bit of a dark cloud. Cause like right. you said, it's a shame that comes along with that. But I remember specifically one day reading um in Matthew and it says God hates divorce right and I remember feeling shame but I'm mm-hmm. like this is not the Lord because he doesn't give that feel, you know that feeling yeah, so I'm like, right. what is going on and I remember him telling me um you know like you let that go you didn't know me then and I was right. like oh my gosh and then he yeah. continued to proceed to tell me like yes i hate divorce but i don't hate divorce people right I don't exactly do, and know? we have to remember that right yes. because we can easily get that tangled and then yes. come in that web of just yes. like shame regret and yeah and you know the lord i mean you know and it's interesting because i feel like we don't give ourselves enough grace mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not given through us but through christ yeah. right through and christ, like yes. I mean, he died on the cross for our sins and we almost feel like some sins are just so great that we can never Mm -hmm. be, you know, looked upon with favor or, you know, and I think that that's something that women get caught up in, especially women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a a big realization. And he also let me know that the reason he hates divorce is because of that. Like it brings Mm -hmm. broken yeah. brokenness it brings broken families it brings right. confusion it brings you know and now that I know that and now that he assured me of that you know like it's a different it's a different like I walk around differently you know mm-hmm. like yes mm-hmm. every once in a while don't get it wrong like I'm not yeah. perfect I'm, right. I do think about that like ooh, you know because yeah. I do hear some people say oh you should um on their take on divorce is like you should yeah. get back with that you know which that's your, you know, like, you know, we all have our own. Yeah. So, but this is what the Lord told me and this is what I'm, you know, want to follow. So, right. um, But the other thing about that is that 
if that separation would have never happened, I would not be in the place that I'm at now. Yeah. I would yeah, not yeah. have started the 501c3. Mm-hmm. I would not, you know, abundantly authentic wouldn't have been birth. Handiwork right. wouldn't have been birth. I wouldn't have woken up. I think that's the yeah. best way that I can say it. I yeah. feel like I was in the sleep right. all this time and that needed to happen in order for the Lord to have me in a place where I am living my life for him. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause ultimately whether it's our kids or, I mean, he's first, right? Yes. And, and we yes. have to, unless we're living on purpose and we are living in his will, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do think that everything else is not where it could be. Yes. You oh, know, so like we can be Christians and we can um, mm-hmm. do all those things that Christians do. But yeah, if we yeah. don't have, like you said, the relationship with him, yes. we're not in his will being obedient, mm-hmm. then we're really not living the life Yes. the full life, the abundant yes. life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, and, and that's a daily struggle, I think in some ways. Oh yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. we're very in tune to like ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we want to mm-hmm. do what we want to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, sometimes it's, yeah, that's why there's a, that's everything that we need is in the word. And that's why he tells us there's a renewing of the mind that needs to be happening. Yes. And I take that like literally like not even daily, not even, um, hourly minute Minute by minute, minute. because Mm -hmm. yeah, like when I pulled up the word, word renew, it meant, um, it meant into interruption from something, you know? So to me, if I'm like, um, living my life for the Lord, of course, you're going to have those interruptions. And that's why the renewal process needs to be happening consistently with, you know, the intention with your, eyes on him because exactly. you have so many distractions out here so oh, many are. distractions you know there are so many distractions and it's interesting because i did a bible study when covid first started an mm-hmm. online bible study and um i didn't even plan on doing it like it was just supposed to be like two people we're just mm-hmm. talking but it's yeah, based yeah. off something in one of the books that i'm writing um but it's called mm-hmm. uh stop stinking thinking like mm-hmm. kicks the, right and the stinking yeah, thinking yeah. that comes from not renewing our minds daily, but also like all these distractions, because if Satan can get into your mind, that's fertile ground. Right. Mm -hmm. And he will make you feel, I mean, like our mind (laughs) can dictate our actions, obviously. And like how we react. So Mm -hmm. a lot of this, these feelings are just that, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're not truth. Yes. You can feel something, but that doesn't mean it's really the truth. It's more of an emotion. And so like with your, um, you know, with your session, I think Mm -hmm. that's going to really resonate with so many women because, you know, there is purpose and, you know, your status with the Lord is not based off Mm -hmm. of your marital status. Ooh, that's so good. You know what I mean? Like it's not good. So, but, um, yeah, so I'm excited about this. Yeah, I am too. I'm super excited just to, I've been listening to the other, um, the other speakers, you know, the interviews that you're having. And I just think that is beautiful. And just the fact that I don't even, I don't care if it's just one person that registers, the fact that you're being obedient to have opened that up, you know, open up an opportunity for our women to be able to, you know, be in a place like that. Like that is, 
oh my God, the blessing behind that, because yeah. just looking at the title, it was like single moms of faith, burning bright, not burning, burning out. out. Yeah. It's like, yeah. do you know how many, I'm pretty sure all of us in our little circle of friends can be a testament to what that looked like. We are yeah. just talking about it earlier, you know? Yeah, you know, and it, it kind of came from, um, there's a Bible scripture that talks about, we're supposed to be these like lamps on the hill, mm -hmm. right? Like burning mm -hmm. bright, you know? Yes, and yes. But I think as single moms, like there is a lot that can burn us out, you know, and just general being a parent is difficult mm -hmm. at times, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we go through so many different things. Being a single parent has a whole different yes. swing to it. Yeah. Now, do I think there are advantages? Sometimes, yeah, I think there's a yeah. different relationship <laughs> that I have with yes. my daughter than maybe, yes. you know what I'm saying? There's a different yeah. attention. There's a different, yeah. there's a lot of different things that work, you know, in favor, I feel mm -hmm. sometimes, mm -hmm. but I mean, mm -hmm. I understand burnout too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand burnout. And I think if we're going to be honest, I think there are a lot of moms who are burned out, right? Yes. Like yes. for a lot of different reasons. Yep. And yep. one of the main reasons I think is spiritually, mm -hmm. we're not in alignment. We're not, you know, wow. feeding ourselves. And, yeah. um, and it's important. It's not, it's not always, I think we sometimes put that on the back burner, mm -hmm. you know? And so what I wanted this conference really to do was to like, bring it to the forefront. Like, yes. you know, you have the ability to burn bright. Like, even when you're burning out, like there's still that, yeah. that passage that you have that um, opportunity. And so. Good. That's good. So I, I have to ask you, because I've been asking um, all the mm -hmm. speakers, what's fun, what's one fun fact or just one fact mm -hmm. about you that people might find funny or Interesting. Yeah. Well, the well, one one fun fact is that I'm a lefty. I'm left-handed. Oh, okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, and I I just found out that it's like only ten percent of the population, something like that. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you, saying? you and my daughter in the same category. Oh my gosh! You yeah. So, do both hands, which freaks me out. Oh <laughs> Just joking out there for all of you who can write with both hands. <laughs> yeah, um, but the funny thing about that is that my mom is left-handed, I'm left-handed, and my um, I have three kids. The youngest daughter, she's left-handed. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's like, a, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, yeah. that's kind of cool. That so cool. that's my interesting fact. About very me. good, very good. So Keisha, just tell everybody once again where they can find mm -hmm. you, how they can follow you, yes. if, you know, how they can sign up for one of the workshops. I know yeah, that that definitely. would be, I would yeah. go if I was near Well, you can that. find me on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm an Instagram person. That's where I spend most of my time when I am online. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you can find me at Confident Keisha. And I tried to make it easy. I've heard people, um, one person said like, um, are you, how are you okay with your name being, with the username being confident Keisha? And I'm like, it took me a minute, you know, cause yeah. I don't want people to think, oh, who right. she, she is, but I was led, you know, by the Lord to name it that I, I believe, cause that's a conf confirmation for myself, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not confirmation. I'm sorry. Affirmation. affirmation. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And then the second thing is I'm a confidence coach for girls. So the easiest way I yeah. to find me is confident and Keisha. So it's at confident Keisha. Um, you can find me on Instagram, 
and Facebook. And then all, I have a link tree with everything in there that you're able to go to my website um, because I know my Keisha Montfleury is a little bit um, <laughs> long and unique. Um, so if you go there, you're able to find KeishaMontfleury.com. If you want to get in touch with me, um, email KeishaMontfleury at gmail.com. And then you can find my books and all that stuff at, on Amazon. Yes. Yeah, just different yeah. things like that. But at Confident Keisha is where it's at for you to be okay. able to find all that stuff. Okay. <laughs> and she's also listed on the homepage of the website. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you mm -hmm. also have your own individual speaker page at singlemomsoffaithconference.com. Yeah. So everybody can look there. And there's also um, a section where you'll be able to click and to shop for her books. Mm -hmm. And she's also listed in the single mom's business directory as well. She hooked it up, y'all. Like she hooked it up. This is, I feel like royalty right now. So you are, you are. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, Keisha, it has been so great speaking with you. And you so I can't much. wait to the conference. And just so everybody know, the conference schedule is up. And Keisha will be speaking on Saturday, uh, December 5th. I'm so bad with times right now, but it's one o'clock to 1.45 p.m. Eastern time. So, but the conference schedule is up and thank you for joining me and we will talk soon. Yes, thank you so much. Bye guys. Okay, bye.